Welcome everyone to a new episode of The Tap. I am your host, author Andrew Hess, and today we have the NXT 2.0 recap. Last night's episode, surprisingly, my Hulu actually worked correctly and I was able to see everything, which I'm not, which I actually wish that I had it screwed up in the first place again, because I could have done with about half of the show. Um... It was just a lot that they just jam-packed. I mean, literally, they had so much jam-packed. I felt like I was watching three hours of Monday Night Raw instead of two hours of NXT. Because that first hour had so much jam-packed into it that I had to check the time a, a, a few times during it. That I only saw that it was like 35 minutes at one point, and it was 49 minutes at another point, it was 57 minutes at, a, at and I'm sitting here going, I still haven't even hit the one hour mark yet. It felt like this dragged on way too long last night. <clears throat> and it really kind of goes to show. Um, I'm going to I'm going to save some of this, uh, especially the the beginning which was probably like the beginning 15 minutes, maybe uh, actually probably longer. If you count the, the actual match that took place. So, um, well, actually no, cause the, that match took place later on in the night. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take this condensed section of it regarding toxic attraction, Zoe Stark, Cora Jade. Um, I'm going to take that whole, piece of it and i'm going to put that aside for later on in the show uh that alone with everything probably i'd probably say it took about close to 20 25 minutes of the show uh we have grayson waller cut a promo as he's walking towards the the ring um He's backstage, he's walking up towards uh, the gorilla position and cuts a quick promo. Uh, Grayson Waller gets into a really good match with Wesley. Um, this was probably one of the better, probably the best match of the night, in my opinion. Because um, it really wasn't a whole lot. Um, my opinion, this was my favorite match of the night. And, and here's the thing. First off, Grace, uh, Grace and Waller and Wesley are incredible athletes. They are both extremely talented in the ring. The problem that I have for when it comes to them, and I'm not trying to be nitpicky, is that neither one of them have great promo skills. And I know you're in NXT. This is where you're supposed to go ahead and learn from the best in the business so this way you can go up to the main roster but these two guys are people who have been around for quite a while now in nxt wesley used to be in impact wrestling with the as the rat part of the rascals he came into nxt he was always a tag team wrestler which helped but even as a tag team wrestler he didn't have great gimmick uh great promo skills he still doesn't as a singles competitor right now um, 
I think that he needs a lot of help in this in, in this area. Um, otherwise, all he's going to be is just a man who can put on a great match, but that's it. You're, you're not going to be able to really add any extra entertainment value. It's going to be kind of like a ricochet. And don't get me wrong, because I think Ricochet actually has good promo skills. He just hasn't really had a chance to showcase them as much in the WWE. Grayson Waller, on the other hand, whether he's been a babyface or a heel, he has go-away heat when the minute he opens his mouth. He just sounds like a whiny Aussie brat. I just I can't stand him. I I, I can't. Like he would do well to have a mouthpiece as a manager putting him with someone like of the likes of Robert Stone would probably be better suited for him because he needs to just close his mouth and let his actions speak for himself in the ring um, like I said it was a great match uh, Wesley actually ends up hitting a uh, it looked like Waller had slid out of the ring to go and do his finisher Wesley came out Hit a suicide dive on him. Throws Waller back into the ring. Wesley goes up to the top uh, for a finisher, but Waller gets up. Knocks Wesley off the top rope to the outside. And when he's finally getting up, there's a fan at ringside with the hoodie on and mask. He stands up, has boxing gloves on, and bashes Wesley in the back of the head. You find out it's Trick Williams. Uh, Wesley barely makes the 10 count. And then Grayson Waller hits his finisher to get the win. Um, Joe Gacy and the Dyad, now known as Schism, cut a promo um, talking about why they joined the likes of Joe Gacy and why they are looking at Cameron Grimes. Uh, Ariana Grace had a promo backstage where she's talking to some three other girls that I have never seen before. They are complete nobodies to me. Uh, Indy Hartwell interrupts. Um, basically, uh, Ariana Grace is complaining that Indy Hartwell had taken advantage of her good heart because the you know she had done a, an amazing elimination. And the fans were cheering for her and calling her name. And she wanted to just give them, you know, a, just a quick hello, like a quick wave hello out of the goodness of her heart. And Indy Hartwell took advantage of it and eliminated her. And then proceeds to then mock Indy's attire. Indy Hartwell comes out and she's like, this isn't ballet. This isn't a beauty contest. Get your butt in the ring if you have an issue. And they put on a very basic match I feel like uh, with Indy Hartwell getting the win after hitting uh, the big boot Apollo Cruz gets the win over Zion Quinn it was an okay match nothing really that impressive for me uh, they show a video of Von Wagner attacking Sola Sokoa last week uh, Sola Sokoa has a promo video package promo Called for a false count anywhere match against uh, against Von Wagner next week. Much later in the night, Von Wagner and Robert Stone have a video promo um, acknowledging the the match. 
uh, and accepting it, basically saying that he's just going to destroy Solo Sokoa next week. Um, noticeable by her diff, uh, her absence, Sophia is not there. She had been called up to the main roster. There was nothing to go ahead and uh, explain her absence during the promo, at least not that I saw anyway. Uh, JD McDonough arrives to the building and then comes out, cuts a random promo where he's sitting in the crowd with the microphone, says he wants to introduce himself to some people in the WWE universe. As he starts walking around, he sees a guy eating popcorn. He goes, you really like that popcorn? Yeah. He's just like, you know how many people, how many Americans die from eating popcorn every year? And he's just like, he's making this fan so uncomfortable, which was just great. I loved it. And then he just kind of kept going around. He introduces himself to the timekeeper and the announcer. Uh, goes on to Wade Barrett. Goes on to uh, to Vic Joseph. Uh, and basically, every single time, other than the the announcer, he makes a comment that he could easily just break this person's bone and joint manipulation and all this kind. Of, and I'm like. All right, finally calls out Braun Breaker. Uh, they go toe-to-toe for a minute. Uh, Braun announces that in three weeks' time, uh, J.D. McDonough will have his title match against Braun Breaker. Uh, J.D. hits the Glasgow kiss on uh, that headbutt that uh, Drew McIntyre uses. Uh, he does that to Braun Breaker. He grabs Braun's arm to go and try to mess with the shoulder, but Braun just does a shoulder uh, tackle to him, sends him down to the ground. Uh, basically ends the segment. We have a Wendy Chu video package saying the feud between her and Tiffany Stratton's not over. A Chase U promo followed by Giovanni Vici getting the win over Andre Chase. An Axiom video. Um... And then we're and now we're gonna get to a couple of the other things. So first off, your main event match was Diamond Mine versus the D'Angelo family. Uh, early in the night, you had the D'Angelo family cut a promo. Uh, a little bit later, you had a Diamond Mine training promo. Uh, your main event match, like I said, was the D'Angelo family, who ended up getting the win over Diamond Mind after miscommunication between uh, Roderick Strong and Julius Creed. Uh, Roderick hit uh, had hit the knee on Julius Creed by mistake, costing them the match. Uh, where Tony D'Angelo was able to hit the uh, the fisherman suplex to get the win. <clears throat> I thought this was a great match, and Julius Creed, I really feel like he's going to be the next big star. I mean, he is a jacked up, tall dude who is extremely athletic. Uh, I mean, he really has the makings of Kurt Angle, Team Angle, you know, the world's greatest tag team all combined. I think he just, he can be a phenomenal wrestler. And I think with a little bit more help on the promos, I think that he could be a star. Uh, Next up, we're going to start with the beginning part of the show, leading to a few segments later in the show and then what happens at the very end which that part was what really annoyed me 
Um, Zoe Stark comes out and cuts a promo about how you know she had torn this and this completely off the bone. Yeah, her ACL and uh, and MCL right off the bone. She was she had the surgery. She was supposed to be out for a year, but the minute she was out of surgery, the next day she was going to physical therapy, training and fighting to get back. And she came back four months earlier than the time t- the time expected, which is all fine and well. But I didn't care. I don't care. It's it's a typical. Babyface return promo. I I faced adversity, and I came back, and I'm a he- back ahead of time schedule of when the doctors told me I'd be back. I never thought I'd wrestle again. It is the same bullshit babyface comeback story, especially as soon as you put them in line of a title shot. Instantly had me just wanting to turn off the TV. But then we have Cora Jade's music hit. And she's out on the the little crow's nest balcony area. And I loved this comment. I had to purposely take the note of it. Cora Jade goes, Zoe Stark, congratulations on on your return. I'm so happy you're back said no one ever. And I just sat there laughing because I'm going, that is completely true. I'm like, I, I recall when when Justin and used to be on the show with me and the two of us would go back and forth about how much Zoe Stark just really was god-awful. I mean, she, she can be good in the ring, but personality-wise, gimmick-wise, promo-wise, was horrible. And she hasn't gotten any better, but yet you're putting her in line for a title match against Mandy Rose. Now, on the flip side of things, you have Cora Jade, who has the typical heel promo. Now, and it's not even just the typical heel promo, the he- typical heel turn gimmick that they wind up doing. It's it's like heel turn like 101. The spotlight was it should be on me. The spotlight is mine. I did this. I'm amazing. I'm coming after you because you stole my spotlight. Can we get anything better than basic crap? These are supposed to be the, the the stars, the people that are supposed to be helping to carry NXT. Core Jade is supposed to become like the next top heel of NXT. You have Zoe Stark, who is supposed to be the the top babyface right now. And you're sticking them with very basic BS gimmicks for babyface and heel that you would teach someone as basics 101. Thank God we end up getting toxic attraction to interrupt this whole horrible promo between those two. 
And basically, Gigi Dolan is going to take on Zoe Starks. Um, we come back after the Apollo Cruz match. Uh, Toxic Attraction has another promo backstage that Saray interrupts. Randomly, Saray interrupts and says, I couldn't be part of the Battle Royal last week because I was over in the UK. Good for you. No one cares. I completely forget that you're even part of the roster for NXT because you have nothing that makes you stand out. And Mandy Rose practically even said so too in her response. You're nobody. It doesn't matter if you're in the UK or the US. You have nothing that makes you look like you should deserve a title shot. But Manny goes and she goes back to when she came back to NXT and says, you know what? I haven't forgotten what you did to me. You almost ruined everything. You almost ruined my face before I ever got a chance to get anything off the ground. So next week, I will take you on one-on-one. She never mentioned anything about the title being on the line. Then we have finally the Zoe, uh, the Zoe Starks match. She gets the win over Gigi Dolan. JC Jane comes in after the match to try to attack. She gets super kicked and thrown out of the ring. Mandy Rose slips in. Looks like she's about to hit Zoe with the title. She gets caught and bails from the ring right away. Toxic Attraction scurries back up to the entrance. Zoe Stark runs her mouth. And here comes Cora Jade laying her out with a kendo stick. And she laid into her pretty well for like a good like few seconds. And then she sits there. And, and Roxanne's music hits. Roxanne Perez comes out, makes the save. Runs off Cora Jade. Now we get back to later on in the show. Roxanne has a promo backstage holding her half of the tag team championships and says, you know, this is a title that deserves to be treated with respect and it deserves to have two people holding the belts. Alundra Blaze shows up with a trash can and Roxanne pulls the other half of the tag team championships out of the trash hands them over to Alundra Blaze which I thought the segment with Alundra Blaze bringing the trash can in and retrieving the belt was good because of her her as Medusa dropping the WWF Women's Championship back in what was it 96 95 or 96 into the trash on Monday Nitro Um, so I thought that was actually pretty nice and then Alundra Blaze announces that there will be a fatal four-way elimination match to crown new tag team champions. Uh, this ends up having then a promo a little bit later on where Valentina, whatever her name is, is on video or uh, like a Zoom ch- call or something with her tag team partner um, celebrating the fact that they're going to be one of the, the four teams in this fatal four-way match. And then as soon as you got done with their promo, uh, you had Caden and Katana cutting a promo backstage, being interviewed about it, which brings in Ivy and Tatum Paxley, uh, who comment. So those are three of the teams 
Uh, Electra Lopez gets involved, um, which causes a brawl to break out uh, between the two teams and Electra. Finally, after your main event match, you have Alundra Blaze walking into the parking lot. And she cuts a promo really quick about the, the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team title match. And then you find out Toxic Attraction is going to be the fourth team as they are just expecting Alundra Blaze to hand them the titles. And I think that this, to end it this way, wouldn't was horrible because Alundra just walked away saying, you want the belts, you better earn them. And she walks away with the tag team titles. And Toxic Attraction's like, what? Well, but those are ours. We won them. They're ours. And that's how you end the show. That is not how you end a show. It looked horrible. Either you should have ended it with the whole D'Angelo family winning against Diamond Mind as your main event match. Or, if you were going to have that situation happen, you should have had Toxic Attraction try to beat up Alundra Blaze. And either them succeed in taking out Alundra Blaze and them taking the tag team titles from her, or Alundra Blaze fends them off and kicks their ass. Because the way that you left NXT sucked. The way you started off NXT sucked. Having so much jam-packed into two hours sucked. You need to space things out. You need to go ahead and have a better game plan going forward. Because I was not happy with watching NXT last night. I felt like there was a complete waste of my time because the matches felt rushed. The promos were just going left and right. You had so much packed in there. It was too much. Hopefully AEW can make this wrestling week a little bit better with AEW Dynamite, which is going to be tonight. Uh, so tune in. Uh, there's a whole slew of matches already announced. I'm not even going to get into them right now. But there is a whole lot uh, in store tonight for AEW Dynamite. Let's hope that they have a better schedule of how uh, how they're going to run their promos and matches. Because jamming everything into two hours does not work, NXT. Sorry. That is going to end our show for today. I uh, will be back more with more episodes this week until then i am author andrew hess and this has been the tap